right? You say he received revelation from Jesus Christ. Well, how did he know he received it from Jesus Christ and not from somebody else, right? Because he says here in verse 3 and verse 4 that he received it by the scriptures. It was in scriptures. So the, the primary thing we are to talk about as Christians and in churches is Christ's death, burial, and resurrection, right? If we don't talk about that, then we're nothing. Right? Because if Christ did not if Christ did not rise from the grave, then we are miserable. And we're going to get to that here in a minute. Right? So we have to talk about Christ's death, burial, and resurrection. So even whether it's believers, especially unbelievers, those are the things that we're talking about with them, right? And we'll get to some more things later on. But Paul knew because of scriptures, because the Old Testament scriptures had in there about Christ's death, right? So how do we know? Just a couple right there off the top of my head, Psalms 22 and Isaiah 53 talks about Christ's death, right? So his resurrection, right? Uh, Hosea 6 and 2, Jonah 1 and 17, Psalms 16 and 10 make reference to his resurrection, right? Among other scriptures. So we can't, again, I always say that the Holy Spirit, the Lord, will not give us something that does not coincide with his scriptures. Because we have people that will get caught up in the revelation of aspect, but again, it still has to match with Scripture. That's why Paul was able to say, according to the Scriptures, in verses 3 and 4. It was according to the Scriptures. Alright, verse 9. For I am the least of the apostles, who am not worthy to be called an apostle, because I persecuted the church of God. For by the grace of God, I am what I am, and His grace toward me was not in vain, but I labored more abundantly than they all, Yet not I, but the grace of God which was with me. Therefore, whether it was I or they, so we preach, and so you believe. So understand, regardless of what God does for us or through us, we don't take the glory, right? Because it's only by God's grace. So now I distribute that to sometimes we have to be careful in giving testimony sometimes because we can make it about us. I shared before one time where I was in the church and... A saint got up, gave a testimony, and it, it was pure testimony, genuine, that another one followed right behind her and gave a testimony to try to outdo it. That, 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 that shouldn't be, right? Because if our testimonies are not for Christ first, mm -hmm. and we make it about us and about what we did, yeah. then we need to keep our mouth shut. Amen. Because we're taking the credit for it. And that's technically our pride in doing that. All glory goes to God. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Alright, verse 12. Now, if Christ has preached that he has been raised from the dead, how do some among you say that there is no resurrection of the dead? But if there is no resurrection of the dead, then Christ is not risen. And if Christ is not risen, then our preaching is empty, and your faith is also empty. So, again, without Christ being raised from the dead, we're no different than any other religion. Even though we know Christianity is not a religion. It's a, it's, it's a relationship. It's a way of life. But the world considers it as a religion. But that's what separates us from everybody else. Christ is alive. He's seated in heaven. Yeah. He's interceding on the right hand of God. He's interceding on our behalf. And guess what? He's dwelling on the inside of us as well. That's right. So no matter where we go, no matter what we face, Christ is interceding on our behalf. Why? Because he's alive. Mm -hmm. Right? So he's not somebody, Muhammad or that they all dead. Hmm. Right? Christ is alive. See, and if he wasn't alive, then we're wasting our time. Verse 15, yes, and we are found false witnesses of God because we have testified of God that he raised up Christ whom he did not raise up, if in fact the dead do not rise. For if the dead do not rise, then Christ is not risen. And if Christ is not risen, your faith is futile, you are still in your sins. So if Christ is not risen, we are still bound in our sins, right? But because Christ lives, guess what? We are not bound by sin anymore, right? So again, we are without excuse. Right? So we can't make excuses say, hey, I, I keep doing this, I keep doing that. You know, no. Christ died for that. Right? Christ rose for that. So now we have that same power that raised Christ from the dead on the inside of us. So how can we make that excuse that we're still making mistakes after mistakes has made? Does it mean we're going to be perfect? No, because we're human. But again, we should not be practicing sin. Right? We should not be continuously saying, hey, I keep making this mistake. I keep making... If we keep saying that, then something is wrong. Something is wrong, and we need to get back in His presence. And now we're giving strength and power to our flesh. Because He died, we die. And because He lives, we now live unto Him. Amen. 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 All right. uh, verse 18. Then those who have fallen asleep in Christ have perished. 
If in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are all men the most pitiable, meaning miserable. Right? So, it, <laughs> if Christ is not raised from the dead, then we're just walking, we're just living here. We're no different than anybody else, right? No, but guess what? We can face tomorrow no matter what this world tries to bring against us. We can face tomorrow because we know we live either way, right? And even if we die, guess what? We wake up in His presence, yeah. right? Absolutely. It's like you talked about, what, a couple months ago, right? Death is not to be feared, right? And we're going to see here that death is our enemy. Right? So it's not something we should embrace neither. Right? But we have we have victory because Jesus has the victory. He has the Amen. keys Amen. to hell and death. Yeah. Right? So we don't fear death. Amen. Right? Amen. So again, so to be absent from the body is to be present in the Lord. Yeah. Right? So death may think it, it has us once we die, but guess what? We're in a heavenly escort right yes. to heaven. Yes. Right? And then we're going to be on streets of gold. Right? Yes. And we're going to be praising Him and worshiping Him. So we have nothing to fear. Amen. Right? Again, we are in this Amen. world, but we're not of this world. Yes. 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 Verse 20. But now Christ is risen from the dead and has become the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. For since by man came death, by man also came the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ all shall be made alive. So Adam sinned, and that's the reason why death came. Because of Adam's sin. Right? God didn't intend for death to be here. Right? But because of Adam's disobedience, mm -hmm. not Eve's, but Adam. Yes. Eve was deceived, but Adam straight up disobeyed because God gave him the instructions. Amen. Right? God gave him the instructions. Yes. So what did he do? Adam compromised yes. unto his wife. Mm -hmm. Right? He compromised. Right? He became a people pleaser. Right? Mm -hmm. So we wonder where that sin comes from, that trait. It comes right from Adam. Because that's mm -hmm. how sin is passed, through the male. Mm. Right? So, we're not to people please, right? So, Adam decided to people please and obey the woman instead of God. Jesus. Right? Mm -hmm. and, and, I, and, you know, and I, I hate to think and hate to warn her, you know, because I don't know, but how does he go to re re repent from that Adam? Because think about it, he's walking with God before he sinned. Mm -hmm. He's conversating with God. Yeah. He's coming down to visit him. And he's walking and talking with God. Mm. Now that separation is there. Jesus. How do you make up for that? My God. Think about that for a moment, right? Yes. So there's a good chance we may not even see Adam in heaven. Oh my goodness. Mm. Right? Now I don't know. That's just my opinion. Speculating, I don't know. Mm. But I mean, you 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 think about the the whole totality of everything. I mean, mm. he was as close as anybody to God than anybody else that walked this earth Jesus. outside of Christ. Right? But yet, that separation was there. Why? Because of his disobedience, right? Mm. If Judas did what he did to go and hang himself, mm. Mm, just, yeah, mm, because he betrayed Jesus, guess how Adam might have felt? Mm. Verse 23. But each one in his own order, Christ the first fruits afterward, those who are Christ at his coming, then comes the end. When he delivers the kingdom to God the Father, when he puts an end to all rule and all authority and power, for he must reign till he has put all enemies under his feet. Verse 26. The last enemy that will be destroyed is death, for he has put all things under his feet. But when he says all things are put under him, it is evident that he who put all things under him is accepted. So going at verse 26. The last enemy to be destroyed is death. So like I said, death is an enemy. Right? Death is not our friend. Death is not something we play with. Right? So even at the point of even trying to think or committing suicide, right? That those are things that we as Christians should not do. Right? Because really suicide, I think we talked, well, my wife might have mentioned it, but uh, we talked that suicide is really an act of selfishness. Because we're thinking about right. the person that's doing it is thinking about themselves. Right? So even as somebody when I was on a negotiated team. I've talked with people that was committing suicide. It's all because of a loss of hope. Right? So now when I'm talking to them, I'm trying to give them hope. And, and see, it's a lot better when it's somebody that is a Christian that, that has an idea of the Word of God. Mm -hmm. Then I can give them the Word. Yes. Right? And then they come out of it. Yes. Right? But we should never even be thinking about suicide like that. Yeah. Right? Amen. Because suicide is a friend of death. Mm -hmm. And death is our enemy. That's right. Because yes. death is the enemy of God. Amen. Right? So understand, the last enemy that will be destroyed is death. Why? Hmm. Because, see, 
Jesus has the keys because he defeated death already. Yes. Why? Because the, the, the grave couldn't hold him. Yes. He came up. He rose. Yes. Right? So guess what? We all going to rise. Right? Yes. Even us as believers, yes. we're going to rise to go to glory. Yes. yes. But even unbelievers are going to be resurrected into Jesus. judgment. It's a lake of fire. So they're not dying. Mm -hmm. So guess what? When they get resurrected, they're mm -hmm. no longer dying. So death has no power. So that's why it will be the enemy, last enemy destroyed. Yeah. Because guess what? It won't have any effect over anybody else again. Mm -hmm. That's right. good. Yeah. Praise God. Thank See, you. we can't take Christ's death and his crucifixion for granted. And that's yeah. what a lot of Christians yeah. do. Thank you. Right? Thank you. See, in the early church, they understood what the crucifixion was. Mm. See, now that we've gotten so many so far away, yeah. and, and we, we, we've kind of lost track of it mm -hmm. and quit teaching about it mm -hmm. so much, then we've we forgotten about it. So, yeah. understand, in the, in the early church, when they lived for Christ, it was a mm -hmm. privilege for them, and I think I touched on this last week, it was a privilege for them to die. Mm -hmm. It was a privilege for them to be in Christ and to die and be persecuted, to be stoned, just like we gave the example of Stephen, mm -hmm. right? So, now, in the modern church, we come to Christ today to live, to yes. be blessed. Yes. How different is that? Mm -hmm. It shouldn't be that way. Yes. Right? Because we're trying to live for this world. That's right. Instead, we should be living for Christ. Yeah. Right? So it's not about it. Christ did not die for us to be financially blessed. Jesus. We misquote that scripture. That's right. He did not die for us to be financially blessed. Mm. He died so we could be in relationship with the Father and yes. we could live. Amen. Yes. But yet, we got leaders sitting up here teaching that. And Christians are teaching it to other Christians. Mm. Right? But that's not why he died. Because if that's why, why, why would he even go through that? Mm. Right? So, think about it. He got, somebody's getting, getting ready to go for crucifixion. They get whipped. Mm. Right? They get whipped with a, with, with a whip that had iron balls on the end of it. Mm. Right? Sometimes it has spikes on it to rip the back open. Yeah. Right? So, think about that. That's what Christ did. He took that on. And think about it. He wasn't even in sin, so he wasn't supposed to die. He had to give up his life. So he took that abuse for you and I, so yeah. how dare we don't live for him. So his back is beaten. Ripped the shreds where he's not even recognized. And then to top it off, then he's placed on a wooden cross. Right? He has to carry it, and then he's placed on a wooden cross. Which aggravates the wounds even more. Right? Then they stretch him out. Take a nail and take a hammer, drive it right through his wrist, right through the nerve, the fire going up his arms. Right? Think about that. But yet, we would say he did. He went through all that for us to be rich. And the scriptures don't even say Paul was rich. The scriptures say Paul worked. But then, yet, we want to say that? That's the doctrine we're teaching now? No, because the primary doctrine is Christ's death and his resurrection. Mm. Right? That's what it's about. So think about it. He's still on the cross. Mm. He could barely breathe. In order to get a good breath of air, <laughs> he had to try to stand up straight, mm. which put more pain on his feet. But then yet we say we can't live for him? Yeah. That shouldn't be, saints. That Amen. shouldn't be. Amen. We are without Amen. excuse. He was tortured. Yes. And I even talk about the crown of thorns that was on his head. Mm. And what did he say? Father, forgive them. Yes. Father, forgive them. Yes. Right? And then we, we get upset when somebody does something to us, right? Yeah. We need to say, Father, forgive them. Mm -hmm. Right? Because yes. we still, no matter what we go through, we did not experience what Christ did. The, the, mm. the, the word, our English word for excruciating comes from the Roman word of crucifixion. Mm. That's how much pain he went through. For you and I. Right? So we cannot make excuses on why we cannot live right. Right? Why we cannot do right. Why we cannot humble ourselves. Right? Again, Christ didn't die for us to be rich, but Christ died so we could be in relationship with the Father. Right? Christ died so we can live a holy life. He showed us the way. He was the prime example to show us the way. Yes. Right? That's whose lifestyle we follow. Yes. Right? So we, 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 we can't make, it's time out for these excuses Amen. that, Amen. you know, saints are making and, and, and pastors and leaders, they're, they're allowing, they're, you know, they're, they're at the forefront of it, but mm -hmm. mm -mm, that's not. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Help us, God. Okay. Yeah, help us. Help us. Mm -hmm.
now have eternal life and is not to be taken for granted after Amen. all that Christ went through. Yes. Right? All that he went through. Yes. Right? So from now on, when we live, we're not living to ourselves, right? It's not about what we can get. Oh my. Right? Whether we have or whether we don't have, right? Hey. We, we are still in relationship. But yes. guess what? Yes. The, yes. The, the, the real blessings will happen when we're in heaven. Mm. Right? That's but right. guess what? Mm. Christ did have to suffer. Right? He had to go through. He had to endure. Mm -hmm. Stephen had to endure. Yes. Paul had to endure. Yes. Stone. Left for dead. Mm. They thought he was dead until the saints gathered around him. Then he what? got up. Yes. Went back into town. And guess what? Went back to preaching. Right. <laughs> Went back to preaching. That's right. But what will we do nowadays? Mm. I'm calling the police. <laughs> you are not going to do this to me. You cannot do this to me. Right? We, we, we attack the government. Right? We, we, we attack the government. Oh, no. You can't close my church. You can't do this to me. You're going to get the pop out. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know... Stop yeah. trying to fight the government. Yeah. The government yeah. is the world system. Amen. The government is not God's system. Right. right? So we are in the kingdom of God. Yeah. We're not in the kingdom of earth. We're not in the kingdom of man. Right? Yeah. Like I said, we're in the world, but we're not of the world. So we are ambassadors. Yeah. We are ambassadors, right? Yes. So yes. we're under his headship. Yes. His leader. That is our leader. Yeah. Christ is our leader. Holy yes. God. Let's go to uh, Luke chapter 22. And see, even, and I want to read this because even before his uh, crucifixion, he was struggling. He was in agony. Mm -hmm. Why? Because he didn't want to be separated from the Father. Mm -hmm. Right? But now, we as Christians, we have no problem being separated from the Father and causing a wedge by going out there and sinning. Mm. Or God's telling us to do something, we're like, no, not today, God. I don't feel like it. Right? We're going to get to the scripture for that. <laughs> and I'm not beating you up because I'm guilty of it too. Alright, Luke chapter 22, uh, beginning at verse 39. Alright, coming out, he went to the Mount of Olives as he was accustomed, and his disciples also followed him. When he came to the place... He said to them, Pray that you may not enter into temptation. Verse 41. And he was withdrawn from them about a stone's throw away, and he knelt down and did what? Pray. He prayed. Pray. Alright? Verse 42. Saying, Father, if it is your will, take this cup away from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. That's what we have to say. Not my will, but yours will, your will be done. 43. Then the angel appeared to him from heaven, strengthening him. And being in agony, he prayed more earnestly. Then his sweat became like great drops of blood, falling down to the ground. When he rose up from prayer and had come to his disciples, he, he found them sleeping from sorrow. Then he said to them, Why do you sleep? Rise and pray, lest you enter into temptation. Mm -hmm. So let's look at um, verse 43. The angel. Now, you will have people that will make a doctrine just out of the angel showing up. Right? So the angel showed up to strengthen him, but look at verse 44. What did he do? He was still in agony. He prayed the more. He prayed more earnestly. Mm. Right? He prayed more earnestly. Because why? He was struggling in his mind. He was going through a mental struggle. How many times we go through that? Right? We may not have gone through it like Christ, but we struggle with some things. Right? So, what do we do? Call somebody up. Right? No. We need to go into prayer. Right? We need to go into prayer. See, we sometimes we we can be saved for a long time and sometimes we can revert back to uh, being an immature Christian because we think that someone always has to come and bail us out. And God has equipped us to go before Him. Yes, we can reach out to a brother, a sister, to prayer, yes. But the first thing we need to do is go before God Amen. and pray. Amen. Because that's the example right there. Yes. Even though the angel showed up, yes. he still prayed. Because guess what? The 
angels, angels strengthened him, but he was still battling. Mm -hmm. Right? So we're going to still battle. Right? But then, like I said, you have people that will make a teaching out of just the angels showing up and leave it at that. But that's not what Christ did. Right? Mm -hmm. The angel was there, but the angel still didn't help. Mm -hmm. Jesus. He still prayed the more. Mm. Yes, there is. So, we have to stop being babies. <laughs> right? We have to stop being babies. Mm -hmm. Because when Hebrew says, the author Hebrew says, hey, <laughs> you all should be teachers by now. Mm -hmm. But you still in need for somebody to teach you. Mm. Watch out. Right? Mm -hmm. Why? Because they're still stuck on baby stuff. Mm. Right? We still, sometimes we get where we want somebody to feed us. And, and what are they going to feed us? Milk. Somebody hold me. Feed me. Like a little baby, right? <laughs> but we're not to be like that, right? We, we shouldn't be like that because if we're studying, right? And, and this goes back even to going around and listening to all sorts of people because we're thinking that we have to get something from them, right? I used to watch a lot of people, but the Lord told me years ago, stop, right? Because the things I, because even when I would go to minister somewhere, guess what I was doing? Preaching what I was listening to. But I had to get before him. Yes. I had to get before him. And that's yes. what he wants from all of us, right? Amen. We shouldn't be running around, I, I gotta get to this person, I gotta hear this person. Mm -hmm. No. Because ain't nobody gonna teach you like the Lord. That's right. Yes. Nobody's gonna teach you like the Lord. Amen. Amen. Right? And, and we don't need to be babied all the time. See, babies, they go around and they pick up everything, put them in their mouth all the time, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> That, and that's what Christians do, right? So you can be saved 10, 15, 20 years, and you're still doing it, right? You're still doing it. That, no, that's not what he wants from us, right? That's, that, that's not how he wants it, right? And this is how we get deceived from all these doctrines. And, you know, and I thought about it, even studying this week, and I'm looking through all the doctrines, the stuff that we teach today, all stuff from people from the 17, 18, 1900s. And they all got stuff wrong, right? No matter what denomination they are, mm -hmm. like I said, whether it's charismatic, holiness, Pentecostal, Baptist, Church of God in Christ, one and two, because you got multiple of them, Amy, they all have stuff wrong. Why? Because they're all getting away from the book. Mm -hmm. That's right. They're all getting away from the book, mm -hmm. right? And then we get duped into that because we don't read the book. Like I said, as I started reading the book, I said, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. All this stuff I've been saying is not even in the scriptures. Mm. Right? But yet, we get conditioned that way, and guess what? That helps us to stay as babies. Mm. Why? Because really, that's what a lot of them want. They want us to stay as babies. Mm. They don't want us to mature. Mm. Because as we mature, then we begin to question things. Yeah. Right? But see, if we're babies, then they can always hold something over our head. Mm. Right? And that's how people get taken advantage of. Mm. But it shouldn't be. Right? We, we, we got to call it out. We have to call it out. And, you know, it doesn't mean that you have to be rude about it or argue about it. I don't, sometimes I, I hear people say things, but sometimes I say things, sometimes I don't, right? Because some things, it, it's not going to make a difference, like I said before, whether or not somebody goes to heaven or hell, right? So mm -hmm. there's no need for me to say something, right? But see, sometimes some people mistake my quietness for weakness, mm -hmm. right? So I would sit up there, I would be in a church, I would be in one particular church, and this person that was also a... a a pastor there, he would always come and try to act like he was teaching me, trying to show me something. And I'd be like, each time, every time, I'd just be rolling my eyes inside of my head. Like, you know, why? And, and I'd be like, you're talking to me like I'm five years old. And I'm like, and, and some of the stuff you're saying is not even correct. Right? But it was really an insecurity on that person's part. That's right. Right? So, but I didn't sit up there and get rude about it. Right? I just took it, but sometimes I, I, I did, and once I began to start to speak up more, guess what? He wasn't coming to me no more. He quit. He went and found somebody else, right? And it, it, it became, then he started talking about me behind the pulpit, right? But, you know, it is what it is. That's okay, because that's how it's supposed to happen. Because if we're teaching right, then it's going to happen. That's what they did to Jesus. That's what they did to Paul. That's right. Peter, right? If we're teaching the things that are right, we're not trying to be... People please us to the world, right? Because if we're talking about sin, we're talking about holiness, we're talking about living right, guess what? They're not going to want to hear that. Yeah, man. That's right. Right? So if, if they throw stones at us, it's okay. 
That means we're doing right, just like the early church. It should be a privilege. Right? Because I have gotten in churches, and I have gotten the same message I give, the same message I always give. I talk about holiness, right? I talk about faith too, but I talk about holiness, talk about living right, and guess what? Then they'll try to come out, and they'll, sometimes they won't let me speak for a while, right? Or they'll come to me and say, you're being too hard. But well, what does the scripture say? Mm -hmm. Right? What? It's not. If, if we truly love the people, we're going to give them the truth. Amen. Right? We, we have Amen. to give them the truth. Right. But Amen. we don't do that. Alright, let's go to let's go to 1 Timothy chapter 1. Second Timothy chapter 4, beginning at verse 1. I charge you, therefore, before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who will judge the living and the dead at his appearing in his kingdom, preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. So let's stop right there. So that means in season means when it is convenient, when it's convenient, right? Out of season when it's not convenient. Right? So we cannot make excuses if we're asked to teach the word of God, or if, if somebody's coming to us for help or for direction. And like, I don't feel like it today. We, 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 we can't do that. Right? I've been guilty of that. Right? <laughs> I've been guilty of that. Right? I don't feel like, mm, no, nah, not today. Right? No. We need to be ready in season and out of season. So whether it's convenient or not convenient. Why? Because we don't live by this world. Right? We don't live by this world. We don't live by our circumstances. Right? So just because we have a bill that's late doesn't mean... We can't preach the gospel to somebody else. Yeah. That's right. Right? Or just because somebody in our family is suffering from something doesn't mean we can't preach the gospel to somebody else yes. that, that calls us. Right? Yes. I think Pastor Fernando said something about somebody said, uh, uh, well, he was giving an example. I think the first time he came, he said he was talking about uh, somebody calling, but they, they need a ride to the airport, but they need a ride at 3 or 4 in the morning or something like that. And we're like, no, nah, I don't want to do that. Right? Because we don't want to get up that early. Right? But what's stopping us from doing it? Right? If we have nothing to do, what's stopping us from doing it? Outside of self. 
right? What's pleasing to self. So we, we have to get out of that mindset saying, oh, I have to feel this certain type of way before I minister. And a lot of Christians do that. Actually, I would say most, if not all Christians, suffer from that. And, and we, we, can't, we can't be like that. So, convince, rebuke, exhort with all long-suffering and doctrine. So, convince there actually is uh, also rebuke, right? So that means to correct, to convict, mm -hmm. right? So, rebuke means to charge sharply, mm -hmm. right? Exhort means to comfort. So, what do we do today in American church? We just exhort. We just comfort. We just stroke people, right? But we, we, don't, we don't rebuke them. We don't convict. And, it, and it's not me coming to say, no, you don't do that. No, we convict through the word of God. We convict through the word. That's right. Right? Because if we're given in the word, that is going to bring conviction. Right? They're either going to accept it or reject it. Just what I said last week. Right? You're either hot or cold. Right? And I, and I, and I thought about it because I wasn't even, it did pop into my mind until probably about 30 minutes before service. There's somebody at work that I know. He said, uh, he listened to a message of mine. He watched it on YouTube and he came. He said, you know, he said, what's up? Well, he called me Wade. He said, Wade, he said, you know, I used to be in the things of the Lord. He said, I was on fire for him. He said, but he said, I made a commitment. If I'm going to serve the Lord, I'm going to be on fire for him. I, I, I'm going to be all in. He said, and then I, he said, he told his wife that. And he said, he was going to church, going to Bible study, and, and all in. And then he said, he started to slow down, but he said, if he wasn't going to be fully into the Lord, he wasn't going to do it. He mm -hmm. said he wasn't going to have one foot in and one foot out, mm -hmm. right? I'll be honest with you. I will have more respect for that person because he wasn't playing church. He's not playing church, mm -hmm. right? Because he said, and basically, he's living the scripture. He, he just don't be cold, mm -hmm. right? He's not going to be lukewarm, right? Because he, he, said, he said he quit smoking and everything. Right? But he said he said he's not going to play with God like that. He knows God is real and he's not going to play with him like that. So he said, if I come to God, I'm all in. Just like I, he said, just like he was before. But he said, if I'm not with God, I, he, he said, no, I'm not going to play with him like that. Right? But how many Christians walk around? Right? And we got some that don't even go to church. <laughs> right? We got some that don't even go to church. But even the ones that go to church. They're playing and compromising, still have one foot in the world and one foot in the church, right? And, and then we pacify them, right? We pacify them because we're like, well, I don't want you to leave, right? But truth be told, it's best for them to go ahead and leave and go out there in the world instead of playing around and thinking that, you know, they, they are safe. No, we can't do that. Alright, so with all long suffering and doctrine, again, the doctrine of what's in the Bible here. Verse 3, for the time will come, and we're already there, they will not endure sound doctrine. So what is that sound doctrine again? True and healthy teaching, right? So who's that? It ain't the world. Because these people are already in church. The world already doesn't endure. <laughs> so it ain't the world. The they are the ones who are already in the church. But they don't want to hear sound doctrine. But according to their own desires, right? So whatever they crave, that's what they search for. Right? If they're craving prosperity message, that's what they're going to search for. Whether it's YouTube, TBN, they're going to search for the prosperity preaching. Because they have itching ears, they will heap up for themselves teachers and they will turn their ears away from the truth and be turned aside to fables. But you be watchful in all things. Endure afflictions. That's hardships. Right? So because when you're trying to teach the truth, you're going to endure some hardships. You're going, to, you're going to endure some persecution. Trust me. There's preachers talking about me now. I know that. It don't take all that. That's what they're saying. Nah, don't listen to him. It don't take all that. <laughs> do the work of an evangelist fulfill your ministry well guess what we can all do the work of an evangelist the death, burial and resurrection of Christ that's right and going back up to the beginning of verse 5 to be watchful that means to be calm collected in spirit right not to get all emotional 
Right? We don't have to get all emotional. Look, if, if, if they're going to do it, that's they that's out there. Because I know nobody here is they. <laughs> so if they're going to do that, that's on them. But this is the picture I want to show last week. Hopefully I got enough battery power. Let me see what. Oh, there we go. So this is the church today. And I'll have to hold on to this so we can see. Alright? So don't mention hell. It makes me feel uncomfortable. Please refer to sin as bad choices. I found this and I was like, oh man, this is good. <laughs> Tell me again how much God wants to bless me. These are all things that are being taught in the, in the church today. And it's not the word. Right? Make sure there are enough programs for my kids. <laughs> right? And that's what churches cater to. Right? They cater to the family. Right? We, we were part of church one time where we had a meeting and uh, it was a, it was the, uh, the meeting of the leaders and uh, the pastor was like, hey, what do we do for the visitors? Let's, um, let's, um, let's come up with some. Then they decided to do what they got from a previous church. Come up with a... Um, what is it, uh, a mug, put candy in it, and then for each visitor, they will go during the week and take it there and say, hey, thank you for coming. Well, no, you're recruiting them. That's what you're doing. That's what you're doing. That, you, you're recruiting them. That's not Christ. <laughs> no, you can have a mug, but would they get a mug if, if, if they got out in the middle of service? Would they still get a mug? So what is your reason for giving them a mug? See, we have the pens. I get the pens of everybody, <laughs> whether they come here or not. <laughs> ah, this is another one. Remember how much money I give each week? Tell me how to get rich. Only good news. Tickle my ears. And watch this. No cross. Right? People don't want to hear about the cross, the crucifixion, what Christ went through. Right? Oh, if you don't do things my way, right? It's got to be my way, right? Again, the gospel itself. It's got to be my way, the way I want it. You know, oh, pastor, the message that you're doing is good, but let's talk about the music. <laughs> let's talk about the music. I think, oh, uh, yeah, I think I'm a, and it, that's true story. That happened, right? So they will leave the church, even though they're getting fed, they will leave the church to go to another church that's not preaching the word just for the music. And churches today, they cater to, they, that's why we have all these lights and shows and sirens and smoke and everything during church service, right? That's what they were doing in, in New York, <laughs> the Hillsong, New York. It was like going to a gospel concert. And guess what? The lines were in droves outside, right? And then when people go visit New York, that's where they go. Don't you know Hillsong, New York? You know what they did? They had a women's conference. Guess what they had? They had a naked singer up there. Oh, okay. oh, Naked singer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And guess what? These were the Christian women who were out there screaming and hollering while he was performing. He? Mm hmm? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And guess what? The main hill song knew about didn't say anything. Just let it go on. But we wonder why Christians are the way they are today. Why there's no power. Because these are the things that's going on. You tell the truth. You tell the truth. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 And it's time out for that. I mean, walked out. Oh, and I mean, walked out. Oh, probably not, man. I see you making the truth. Right? 
but it's the, it's the doctrine that's being compromised in the church. Because why? We want to draw everybody in, right? Because we want to mimic what's on TV. And for the longest, even when I got saved in Connecticut, most of the churches there, they were like, oh, we want to get on radio, want to go on TV. You know, I thank God for Pastor Burns because he was like, people ask him, why don't you go on the radio? He's like, no, God ain't told me that. Right? And he never had the church for the longest. He never had the church in the phone book. This was pre-internet. So he never had the church in the phone book. And he said he never realized it. But the church grew. The church grew because it went by word of mouth. And other ministers would get jealous. Right? And they were on TV. And he wasn't on TV. Wasn't on the radio. And refused to do it. Because he said God never told him. He said God told him to. He would do it. But God never told him to. But yet, it was one of the fastest growing churches. Right? Some people will come. Some people will leave. And y'all think I'm bad. He, he speak his mind. <laughs> he don't care. If you, you don't come back, don't come back. <laughs> he taught me well. He taught me well. <laughs> so, what we saw there is the gospel message of self. Right? Self. And opinions, and, and, and that's not what Christ came for. That's not that's that's not why Jesus died. Amen. Right? That no. Right? But we're spreading, and this is why I said we, you know, people are out there trying to share these messages mm -hmm. with the unsaved. Well, guess what? The unsaved, they're gonna want that. Why? Because that appeals to the flesh. They're already selfish. So it'd be like, give me more. Me, me, me. Oh, you telling me that I can be rich? You mean to tell me I can have a $35 million house? Mm. Yeah. Jesus. So why wouldn't they go there? But then when you talk about, yeah, no, you, you, you might get stoned. You might be persecuted. You might be talked about. Mm. I don't know if I want that. Mm. I think I'm going to go down here to this church. Mm -hmm. Because they make me feel happy. And this goes back again to, and I'm going to share this example here and I'm going to stop, but uh, about being biblically illiterate. So a while back, a couple months back, I was listening to, uh, well, I was, I was on Facebook and I came across a, a, like a little conference or something that they were having online. And it's people that I knew, um, at least one, I should say. talking about something. It, it was all about uh, all women and women's role in ministry and things like that. So, And this, this person probably hit this. They probably won't know I'm talking about them. But <laughs> I, I don't think they're going to listen to it. But, you know, either way, it is what it is. So, um, they were... She allowed them to have the panel and they were talking. And I know at least two of them were ministers. One went to Bible college and one went to seminary. But the stuff that they were spewing was not even scriptural. They started talking about the Holy Spirit being a female and, you know, all sorts of things like that. But here's the problem. You had, well, that's the problem itself, but the problem was you had people watching this, right? So I always read the comments, right? So the comments were saying, oh, thank you so much for this. I needed this. Thank you so much for this. This was a blessing. And see, this is what's being taught. Right? And that person didn't even correct them. Right? The moderator never corrected them. Right? And I know, I can't say I know for 100% fact, but I'm about 99% sure that if that pastor had watched that, he didn't say anything. But yet, that is all over uh, Facebook for the public to see. And there was probably one, two, three, four, at least five different churches represented. At least five different churches. And it was all a bunch of garbage. Nonsense. That's not even scriptural. And yet, they all shouting, Amen. That's right, sister. Amen. Mm -mm. That shouldn't be. That, that, that shouldn't be. That's not okay. That's not okay. And it's not okay for none of us to allow that to happen. Right, so I guess God knew I was going to be preaching this message 
months later. That's probably why I washed it. But, uh, you know, um, there, there's a lot of dangerous stuff. But we're going to get through more doctrine as we go through. There's a lot of stuff. And uh, we, we have to know the truth. We have to know the truth. We have to stand upon the truth. And guess what? Even with knowing the truth, there are going to be people in the church that's going to criticize. They're going to say, you're brain brainwashed. You just take them to the scripture. <laughs> brainwashed by the word. Yeah. <laughs> you just take them to the scripture, right? We don't have to argue the word of God. You know, because I've had all you when I did the, uh, the teaching of false teachers and false prophets. I had people come. And say, well, now say, well, I said, look, I ain't gonna just look at the scriptures, right? But they never call back. They never call back, right? Because you can't argue with the word of God, right? You can ignore it, but you can't. You can't call me or anybody else arguing about the word of God, right? Because just because they're not being taught doesn't mean we have to be biblically illiterate, right? So that's why it's important for us to study the word and not get caught up. Because what happens is a lot of times. Even with all these cliches that I talked about last week, um, save and not deliver, I think you said something Wednesday. About, I'll never be broken up. Yeah, no, you know, these are things that they say uh, out of cliches, and I don't think they sometimes they're doing it to be malicious with it, but they just come up with all these, the next phrase, catchphrase, and things like that. But it's not scriptural. So guess what? It won't last, right? It won't last. And the enemy's sitting back laughing because he's really got you right where he wants you, right? We have to know the word, right? We, we have to know the word. We have to know the word enough to understand that Satan and death, they're not the same. Satan and death are not the same. But people will think that Satan is the same as death, right? People, people think that Satan is the opposite of God, but he's not, right? He, he, he's not. No match. No match. Right? And I mentioned it before. He's not even a match for uh, Michael. Because Michael is the one that's going to throw him out. That's right. Yeah. But people don't know the word. And that's why people walk around defeated a lot of times. See, when we know the word, we can always rejoice. We can always rejoice. We can always be in peace. Regardless of the circumstances, that's why Paul was able to keep going. That's why Christ was able to keep going. That's why Stephen was able to pray for them, those that were stoning him. That's right. Because he had the love of Christ on the inside of him. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. I mean, it's just amazing, especially when you uh, catch somebody on fire for the Lord. Amen. So I'll stop there.